and welcome everybody to Dev Party, our mini episodes between the bigger episodes. I'm Banya, and you can probably hear Bodhi. <laughs> Bodhi, go away. And then Eric should be over somewhere in Seattle somewhere. Are you there? I'm over here. Yay. Yay. How are you? <laughs> You're going to have to excuse me. Um... <laughs> Because I have COVID and I might cough a little here and there. So, um, but it was time for a dev party. So I, um, you know, the things I do for the podcast. Uh, I appreciate your sacrifice and I'm sure all the listeners do as well. <laughs> but how are you feeling? You were pretty, pretty bad for like a few days there. Yeah, I feel like a human today uh, for the first time. Since, I don't know, Monday, I guess? Yeah, Sunday or Monday, yeah. Uh, it's weird uh, because it's different than what I expected. Uh, it feels like someone like, well, I think I was telling you, it felt like a 1993, like, Dodge Dually, like, hit me and then, like, reversed and hit and, like, ran over me again. And then someone dragged me, like, from behind, underneath it. <laughs> And I think we all know what that feels like, so we can relate. Yeah. So, and then they were like, oh, we should save her instead of letting her die, which I'm like, no, just let me die. (laughs) This sucks. (laughs) I don't want to feel this anymore. Well, I am, I'm for one, I can't speak for everybody, but I do, I I am, I'm happy that you, you haven't died. No, not yet. Still here, unfortunately. Well, all right. (laughs) Well, since you're here... What are you developing today? Uh, well, I haven't shot anything because I've been sick. I I know that sometimes I will shoot a half a roll, especially if it's 35 millimeter, and it'll just live in the camera. And I was like, there's got to be something in one of these cameras. So I found something. It was some Ilford SFX 200, and it was in my Kodak 35B automatic. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna, I open the back. I'm gonna lose some pictures, I'm sure. But, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and develop it. Uh, I'm gonna just do the old trusty HC-110. Um, nice. B, and that's gonna give me a nine minute developing. Just make it real simple. Uh, not too stressful. So, you know, just to let you guys know, you can be sick, but also still develop film if you really really want to that that is true that is also always very true (laughs) so what are you developing i'm developing a roll of kodak t-max 100 that expired in 1999 Mm. i'm developing it in f76 plus or fa1027 or i think it's also something else one of the echoes i think it's it's all the same developer we did a whole episode on this developer, and uh, it's it's one of my favorites for T-Max and also for Fromapan, but I'm doing T-Max today because I have to. Nice. Yes. Yes. So I'm very Let's go excited. for it. Let's do this. Well, yeah, my time is 9.30, so you want me to start? And you can yeah. start 30 seconds after? Sure. Okay. I'm going to pour out my pre-soak. I've actually lately, I've always been a big proponent of pre-soaking, but lately I haven't been with new film. With old film, however, I still pre-soak. So, okay, I'm pouring in. 
And... Oh, agitating as normal, all right. Start the timer. Agitating as normal is you agitate continuously for the first 30 seconds. And then since the development is over five minutes, I do four inversions every minute on the minute. So when I finish agitating this one, you should you should add your yeah. uh, chemicals. Yeah, ten, 10 seconds. Five seconds. All right, go on and add. So while you were under the weather a little bit, I decided that I was bored because I didn't have anyone to talk to. I know. Not I completely do. true, but I was very bored. <laughs> and... I was like, I wonder what we should talk about on the next dev party, if a next dev party ever happens. <laughs> and I got to thinking about how, I mean, I was like really bored. So I started to think about like how I use stop baths. That's how <laughs> bored I was. And so, well, I, I've recently been really into, actually for a while now, been really into the acid stop baths because you get to use vinegar and you get to make it yourself and it's kind of cool. And so I started reading up a little bit more on that and why acid stop baths are acid stop baths and what they do and all of that. And I started reading up on water stop baths and I always kind of poo-pooed water stop baths. I know. And now, now I, I don't think I do. Wow. Yeah. But to get to that, I'm going to tell you a little bit about stop baths in general. Okay. So, of course, when you're developing, the reason you use a stop bath is to stop developing. The developer Correct. is developing and will continue to develop until you stop it. Yes. And there are essentially two kinds of stop baths. There's the acid stop bath and the water stop bath. There's also some experiments with alkaline stop baths. We're not going to get into that because why? Why would we do that? So an acid stop bath is risky, sort of. So if it's too acidic, you will stop the developer right away, which is good, but it will blister your uh, emulsion, which is bad. Mm. It can also do a few other things, but those are the, the big things. So most of the, the stop baths that you can make or that you can buy, the indicator stop baths and things like that, are buffered stop baths. They're acid but diluted. Like unbuffered is a pH of around 2.9, which is pretty acidic. But Bufford has around 4.5, which is still acidic, but not horribly so. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, most of those come in concentrate, so you just add water um, to your stop bath or your diluted, what you're going to be yeah. using for the next however many rolls, and then you just keep your concentrate, you know, shelved until you need to make more. Yeah, absolutely. Now, most of them that you can make yourself... They come in two varieties. You've got the vinegar ones, which is, um, I can't pronounce this word, and I, I'm, I'm sorry. It's it's uh, the A acid, uh, as, as, I can't, I don't know why I can't pronounce it. I feel like an idiot. It always comes out of my mouth as aesthetic, and it's not, it's not, that's not the word. But uh, uh, that, white vinegar, the acid in white vinegar, um, usually you dilute it one to one or one to two. Okay. Or you can also use boric acid, um, and that's about 50, 50, about 50 grams to a liter of water. Okay. Yeah. So the problem 
like I said, but the problem with acid stop is if you make it too strong, it can blister your film. But if you make it too weak, it's not stopping anything. It will like slowly slow down your your developer. And that's yeah, not but, what you want. Okay, I want to stop you right there. Wouldn't it just be like a water stop bath then? Basically? Oh, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> all right, all right. Because <laughs> I'm like, it couldn't be worse than just water, right? Well, that's the thing. That's what, that was my thought too. Is like, if it's if the acid stops are so bad, why not just use water? And that's kind of where it comes down to. Why not just use water? So there's a little bit more with the acid. Um, I thought this was just interesting with the indicator stop baths. Like, well, how does that work? And do you remember, have you ever used an indicator stop? Yeah, of course. Is it green or blue? Orange. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> like a yellow? Yeah, like a very, yeah. Well, it's orange, but like when you dilute it, it's yellow. Yes. Okay. See, okay, so this was, there's two, two different kinds of indicator stop baths and made with like bromocreosol purple and bromocreosol green. And the problem with the purple one is apparently it turns yellow long after it's useless, like long after the stop bath is useless. So that's kind of a useless thing to have. And then the bromosol green, it was like, a few different colors that it turns, which is actually, it seems pretty useful and kind of cool. Hmm. To the point where I might even add it to my own stop baths if I were going to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how you use a acid stop is you pour the developer out, you put the acid stop bath in, or the, the buffered acid stop bath in, you agitate it for 30 seconds, and then you dump it and put in the fixer. It's pretty simple. And that's one of the biggest reasons to use the acid stop is that it is really simple. The water stop, switching gears to a water stop, it's slower. It is a slower stop. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. Because my thought was, well, water takes so long to stop the, stop the developer. And it does. But what happens is this. Water stops the development and the highlights immediately. As soon as the water touches it, the highlights stop developing. Which is good. So you yes. less, less chance of blowing out your highlights. Yes. And then it's still working on the shadows. Which is not a bad thing. Because you're getting more shadow detail. So you could potentially get more shadow detail out of a water stop. Potentially. And also, I don't know how, but it also tends to be sharper. Which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But that's what, that's what I've, I've, I've read. Wait, so you're saying that water stops can make your images sharper? Yes. And I don't know if that's actual science there. <laughs> I think it could be someone who's really into water stops going, well, it looks sharper to me. A little bit of confirmation bias there. Gotcha. So and, um, using a water stop is a little bit different than using an acid stop. And I will be using a water stop today. Mm-hmm. So what I will be doing is I will pour out the developer, let it drain out, you know, 10 seconds, about... Fill up the tank with water of the same temperature, agitate for 10 seconds, and then dump that. And do that five times is what this book suggests. This is the, um, the film development cookbook. And then yeah, five times and then fix it. 
the cool thing with water stops is that you can use any kind of fixer with water stops. Sometimes acid stops will fuck with your fixer. Like the fixer that we use, which is TF4, if you use the acid stop and then immediately go into the TF4, you will kill your fixer very quickly doing it that way. It'll change the pH of the fixer. You don't want that. So if you do an acid stop and you want to do the TF4, just do an Ilford wash on it and you'll be fine. So what I hear basically is just a more simplified way to develop. You don't need any sort of fancy schmancy stop. You just need water and your fixer. Like, like, okay, for instance, right now I'm using HC 110. Mm -hmm. I'm just diluting it out of a bottle that I'm probably going to have for another six months. Um, I have my TF4 fixer and I have water and that's it. That's all I have. I don't need anything else. Well, I mean, to be fair, the only other thing you would need would be vinegar. So a lot of people, like white vinegar, most people have white vinegar around anyway. Yeah, but then so you, it's have not to like, te- you have to test it to make sure that the pH value, you have one of those testers, don't you? I do, yeah. And But there are formulas out there that you can just make and be pretty assured that it's still working. Um, speaking of, we've got 10 seconds till our water stop. Ooh. So I pour out around this time. So let's pour out. And I will be adding the water stop. So right now, my highlights are being stopped. And my shadows are still developing a little bit. Ooh. So agitate for 10 seconds. Pour out. And that probably was not 10 seconds, but you know. Pour out and do again. You know what we're gonna have to do, honestly, and you're gonna hate hate this, but I don't care. We're gonna just each have to shoot two sheets of something and develop it with an acid stop and without it, and just see if there's any sort of difference. Because now I'm very interested to see, like, well, why would it make it sharper? I want to know. It's not a bad idea to do that sometimes, sure. Yeah, one, one of the nice things about the acid stop is it, it's so quick. You know, I would be done already. I'd be fixing by now. And that's uh, there's a benefit to that. So that's that's kind of a, a nice thing there. Um, it's acid stops are cheap. They're reliable if it's you know if your if your pH is you know where it needs to be. And, you know, it's also reusable, whereas water is, is really not, I guess. You're just kind of you're not saving the water. You're, you're dumping it. And that's all, that's all I really have on stops, you know? It's a quick, a quick little lesson in stops. Hopefully, it was the most interesting thing of your day. That's my wish. I hope it wasn't the most interesting thing about your day. (laughs) When you're lying in bed tonight, I hope that you think back to this moment right here. You go, wow, Eric's little little bit on stop baths was the most interesting part of my my amazing day. (laughs) That's my wish. 
All right, are you ready to fix? Let's do this. All right. I'm fixing a fix. All right, let's fix. So I'm using T-Max, so I will fix for six minutes. Ooh. In the misguided hope to, for some reason, remove the pink layer <laughs> that exists on T-Max. And I don't know, one, why anybody needs to remove it, because you probably don't. And why, I just, okay. Okay, so about that, I was thinking about that the other day, because if you get rid of that, like, pink layer, right? Yeah. It's more of, I guess, a black and white image or whatever. But the thing that doesn't make sense to me is if you are printing, for the most part, you are going to add some sort of, like, filter yeah. in your dark room to give either more or less, um, uh, shit. I forgot what it's Contrast? Called. There you go. Sorry. There. My All brain right. isn't really working right now, you guys. <laughs> I apologize. So in my mind, I'm like, well, if if the if that layer of pink is already on there, isn't that like already giving you a little bit more contrast? And if you erase that, that would make the contrast less? Yeah, and I don't I don't know. But I also think it comes off in rapid fix too. So one of the things that you learn with photography is that the a lot of the opinions are very much not scientifically based. They're sort of, uh, you know, a lot of it's confirmation bias, like I said. So don't trust everything you read. And honestly, a lot of times don't trust yourself either, you know, just. Uh, I think it's okay to just try new things and yeah. definitely try new things but also be aware that the differences that you want to see and that you suddenly do see may not actually be there i see yeah just as in life so since we are fixing we should answer the question from the last answer machine which was what vanya that was what non-photographical uh items do you carry in your bag in your camera bag when you're traveling or when you're photographing yeah. What? How? How about you? What? What do you carry? It depends on what I'm photographing. Number one, if I'm photographing people, I might have things for people, <laughs> like a brush or a bottle of water or some gum and snacks and things like that. Something to make someone's life a little bit more comfortable. Uh, if it's not people and it's just me, then it might be like four of my projects that I seem to want to do while I'm on the road, which never seems to <laughs> be a good choice, but I end up collecting random things or, uh, for, was it when I was in Yellowstone, we had birth the baby, which is like this little miniature baby, um, that Marley carried around and we would put in pictures. Well, in miniature, we're talking like, what, inch tall? Yeah, if that. Yeah. yeah. Little plastic. Little Bert. Baby. Yeah. Little tiny baby named Bert who lived in a little ceramic uh, cup, basically. Okay. Yeah, it just depends, honestly. I, I like things. I'm a, I'm a collector of things. I like weird things. I also have always had this like fascination with like 
having weird shit in my bag. So, like, when the cops <laughs> go through it, they're like, what is this? And I'm like, it is a jar of bugs, or it is this, or it is that. And they just look at me like, what is wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know, but it's entertainment for me to see your face be so appalled at this situation. So, yeah. I don't okay. know. Okay. That's, it's like, that's fair. I don't know. I, I, I think there's there's always, like, some sort of, like entertainment value to anything that I do um so yeah I it's just like another little piece of that like if I have something that would make someone smile or like oh yeah like I have that for some reason here it is like I don't know I just like to have things that's fair like the kid in the Goonies you know with the belt oh that's sure me. That's me. Okay. I I would hope that if uh, I'm traveling with somebody, I would have. If you don't have something, I would I would have it for you, and vice okay. versa. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, I I hope to have a couple of Eric's pens. Usually. Um, yeah. On the road. Usually, still a pen or two. Uh, but now that he has decided to just get pencils, we'll see how things go. Um, challenge accepted. <laughs> I, I still think <laughs> I, I might be able to get a pen out of him, but we'll see. How about you, Eric? What do you, what do you got going on in that well, uh, bag of yours? Nothing. Nothing. I mean nothing. I carry nothing that I don't need. I carry nothing non-photographic in my photographic bag. Shut up. No, nothing. Nothing at all. Okay. Uh, Camping stuff. Like... Well, it's not my photography bag. My photography bag is my photography bag, and that's very separate from everything else. Okay, fine. I carry nothing camping-related in my photography bag. I carry nothing photography-related in my camping bag. Hmm. So I'm like, on my overnights, I keep my camera bag separate from everything else. Okay. There's nothing superfluous in my photography bag for two reasons. One, it doesn't need to be there. And two, weight. When I'm hiking, weight is really important, obviously. And if I just carry, like, knickknacks and extra things, it may add some pleasure. That's great. But it also adds a lot of weight. And that's not great. So nothing... What I have that, you know, that, that a place for everything and everything in its place is very much how I run my photography bag. Okay. So... Yeah, sometimes you don't even bring your tripod. <laughs> yeah Burn. sometimes sometimes well one time I forgot my tripod once and it was this past weekend which this roll comes from this is a roll that I shot in the Mamiya and it was supposed to be sheets so no sheets brought up brought two 4x5 cameras and probably 40 sheets no tripod though so <laughs> shit out of luck for me but it's time to it's time to pour out the fixer and start washing, which means commercial sign. So nice. we've got commercial sign now. We'll be back. Hi, I'm Adam Rich with a safety tip from the Los Angeles City Fire Department. Stop, drop, and roll. It's something that can save your life in case your clothing catches fire. If you run, it will increase the fire and you can be badly burned. If your clothes catch fire, don't panic. Stop, don't run. Drop to the ground and roll to put out the 
wings. Once again, stop, drop, and roll. It may save your life. It's a nicer world with you in it. Hi, everybody. We are back and clean, washed of all our sins. Eric. Oh, nice. I'm yeah. excited to find out if there's anything on this roll. Uh, but how about you pull yours out first? Let's see what you got well, going on. I am doing a safety rinse right now. Oh, God. Oh, safety rinse, schmintz. All right, I'm going for it. Forget it. <laughs> uh, all right. I have... Um, interesting. Okay. Uh-oh. So... I got three pictures. <laughs> wow, three. Three whole yeah, pictures. Three pictures. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess I thought I shot more than I actually did. Um, I would hope so. There's obvious... I could see where I opened the camera. There was a couple shots there that I, I lost. And, okay, I see some that are just really light. It looked like I was okay. messing around with the, um, with the settings of the camera. Okay. So, yeah, I got, you know, I would say maybe like four or five pictures, which nice. is more than I had earlier today, so that's cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. One thing I would like to say about Mr. Kodak 35B uh, that I don't know if I've mentioned before. It's a very simplified camera. It's It's just, you know, like an old camera from the 60s. The one thing that I love about this camera is the uh, the frame. So the the image circle when the shutter opens, it kind of has a little bit of like curved edges on the corners, and I just absolutely adore it. I just think it's so neat. And one of my favorite things about shooting old cameras is getting those little those little like touches. <laughs> so. Neat. I fully agree. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. How about you? What you got? Well, I've got 10, 10 really good photos, I think. At least, uh, I mean, maybe eight. But there's there's definitely 10 images there. And I'm, I'm seemingly pretty happy with them. Um, do you think we should check in with the futures, see how they went? Uh, I mean, if you if you desperately need me to... To tell you, yes, that's fine. We can do that. Okay, well, let's uh, check out what they have to say. And here we are in the future. It's... And the future is dark, not bright. Wow, no, it's just, it's... It's just night out. It's, it's going to be okay. So I'm looking. You've sent uh, a few samples of your images. I did. Um, gorgeous. That's... The second one is just, oh, I don't know, with the door opening and you got like a a picture of you outside. A picture of me? A, no, a picture of out like outside the house mm -hmm. with a door frame with another door frame inside the door frame. It's freaking me out. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. It was actually taken through a window of an old house. All of these pictures are, are of one abandoned house. Through the window. And I shot Through it several years ago and wanted to go back and so finally did. 
it's a beautiful house. It's very serial killery. It it is incredibly serial killery. What was the film again? T Max. T Max. Yeah, it's very very beautiful. It's definitely has a T Max feel to it. But it's not too sterile, which is nice. No, I would say it's soft and smooth and silky. It. I like the grasses, and that has a lot to do with the Mamiya and shooting it pretty close to wide open. It's very nice. Have a, a lovely depth of field. I'm pretty happy with the pictures I took the, that whole weekend. Or the whole, I guess it was what, a day. I did seven rolls, seven or eight, I think eight rolls. And I'm very happy with pretty much all of them. I'm, I'm sharing them to Instagram right now. I'm not going to make a zine or anything out of them. Don't worry. But I'm, I really do enjoy it. It was a nice day. Good photo day for me. Really good photo day. Yeah. I mean, I know you were kind of bummed you didn't have your four by five, but it looks like you did just fine without it. Yeah, I, I did. I was, I shot, even though I shot a lot of rolls, I shot it, um, in a similar way that I would shoot the four by five. I didn't bring a tripod obviously, so I couldn't set it on the tripod, but I really was very um, intentional, even more so than I usually am with, with things. It was nice. Lovely. Yeah. Well, those are mine. I'm, I'm very happy with them. What about yours? What do you, what do you feel about yours? Uh, well, uh, again, it was kind of a uh, shot in the dark as far as <laughs> what was even on here. And I'm just sick and I don't care. So, okay. I got some images there. Some are overexposed. Some are underexposed. They're very linty. I don't give a shit. I'm probably not going to do anything with them and that's okay. But I, did what I was supposed to do. And that was recorded dev party today. So I feel very accomplished. Awesome. That's wonderful. <laughs> sometimes you got good roles. Sometimes you don't. Also, I just like, haven't been shooting much. So I look forward to like kind of getting out there and shooting. I just, Need to make sure that I am negative before I go outside. That's true. Very important. The only time that you need to be negative before going outside is right now <laughs> when you're, when you tested positive for COVID. That is very true. Otherwise just, you'd just be a negative Nelly in a bad yeah. way. We don't want that. Maybe the future is really dark. Seems very dour right now. It is a little bit dark. Oh. I mean, I wish I obviously had better pictures to share. Um, but I look forward to you having a shit roll so that we can do um, futures and you can tell us about your shitty roll too. Oh, I've definitely been there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've definitely, be again. definitely been there. <laughs> Sometimes you just have shit rolls. Nothing you can do about it. Sure. So... You know, that's, that's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah. But it's always a good, um, I don't know, a good kick in the ass to get out there and do better.
or in your case, get better because you're sick. Well, all right, let's send it back to those crazy kids. Let's do that. Okay, well, thank you, future Eric, at least. Maybe Vanya, too? Who knows if she'll show up? We don't, because we're in the past. <laughs> True. So, I guess that is everything? That can't be everything, is it? I think so for now. I'm ready to okay. take it You are probably, this is the most things you've done in days. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to, like, do things, but I just, like, I don't know how much energy I have. So this this that. one roll took it out of you, huh? Uh, I think just standing, honestly. Oh, true. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I'm just a little tired from standing. It's so weird. Yeah. Just like this whole time, I was like so good, <laughs> not getting sick, and now that like COVID, like everybody's like, all right, COVID's not a thing anymore. I'm like, no, but I have it now. Wait for me. <laughs> some bullshit you guys it is yeah i haven't gotten it and hopefully i won't you know um we shall see but hopefully i won't yeah i guess i'm i was telling you earlier i'm i'm glad i got it this week out of all the weeks coming up just because things are gonna get like really busy for me uh and yeah i just like can't really afford to get sick so i guess out of all the weeks that I could have gotten it, I guess this is the the be- better week, I guess? I don't know. Trying to say, trying to do the old half glass fool type situation. Half glass fool. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You, you sound like you're a little tired. <laughs> Just a little bit. Okay. Well, you and your half glass should probably take a half nap. <laughs> Definitely. Oh my god, well, yeah. I try. I really quick. I uh, yeah. I slept basically for like the last five days. I I've and I told you, I think we talked the other day, and I was like, I've trained my whole life for this moment. I like <laughs> was just like, I'm just gonna sleep through it. I'm just gonna sleep through this until I feel better. And I did pretty good, dude. I slept like most of the days and nights. It was uh, pretty impressive. How much sleep yeah. I was I managed to to get, so yeah. So now you'll be up for a week straight. Basically, yes. <laughs> well, I, I thank you for at least mustering the the strength and the courage to do a dev party. That's pretty cool. Yeah, of course. Uh yeah. I'll I'll be I'll be around you guys. Thank you so much for listening, as usual, and we'll see you next week for a main episode. That's right. Thank you so much. We love you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.